Hello there, listeners. I just wanted to give you a heads up that this was recorded two days ago, but I just got around to editing it, so it might be a little bit delayed facts-wise. But anyway, here you go, the Diamond Joe Show. Hi, my name is Dan Matthews, and here's my co-host. And I'm Sadiqi. And you're listening to the Diamond Joe Show, which uh, probably isn't going to be the name next time. Yeah. <laughs> name still being decided. Name subject to change. Yeah. <laughs> And tonight we're going to start our first show with a quick review of the first uh, presidential debate for 2016, where we had Donald Trump facing off against Hillary Clinton. So first things first, we're going to get into who won. And after that, we're going to get into the meat of the, of the debate and uh, the, all of these stories that will come out of it. So, Niam, who do you think actually won this debate? You know, I mean, I think it depends all on who you ask. I think... Hillary supporters will say Hillary won. I think Trump supporters will say Trump won. Uh, and I like I don't think there's really much of a middle here. At least, I mean, we don't see one, right? Like, that's that's not what you see talking about this stuff. So it's hard. It's hard. I, I feel like it's really hard to say. He, like, Trump did what Trump does and Hillary did what Hillary does. Although I think, I think, because I know um, my, I, I watched it with uh, with my parents and my, my dad was, was saying, like, she shouldn't be laughing so much, which... I, I, I sort of disagree with. I think I think she, on some level, she, you know, showed uh, a casualness that that has definitely been an issue with her campaign. Um, and I don't think you know, at least with his supporters, Trump hasn't had an issue with with what he's been doing. Um, he started off sort of very like calm and and collected. And I know I was surprised, and, and I think you were surprised as well by that, right? That 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 absolutely he, that he was not like the trump that we're used to um but it was like what four minutes in before he was he was <laughs> like you know right there where where he's where he said secretary clinton and then like looked at everyone like yeah yeah what yeah <laughs> is that is that what i call you secretary clinton or do i just call you the girl <laughs> the woman yeah uh, <laughs> yeah um so you know I, I mean i mean in my opinion i i would say she won but i i think if you if you ask you know you you could definitely find plenty of people who would say who would say he won i think i think he did what he was going to do um and she did what she needed to do so I, you know i don't i don't think between the two of them there's really a loser um a loser uh so you know right so i think there's a, the, so there there's obviously the hillary clinton did she get done what she needed to get done camp? There's the Donald Trump. Did he get done what he needed to get done camp? And then there are, are people who are watching it, all of the rest of us who are thinking, which one of them came off as more presidential and feels like they actually have a plan for the future? Wh whatever side you're on of that is uh, not really what we're going to be talking about. What I want to talk about is what the expectations were going in for, for each candidate. And I think Hillary Clinton... She ha she came in basically with a really long checklist of things that she could have done. Maybe some of them she needed to do, but a lot of the pundits certainly had opinions about what was required of her to have to to win a debate. Do you think that's correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's at any debate is is you you walk in and, and any any anything any competition of any sort, some pundit comes in and says this is what they need to do. Sometimes it's it's you know trivial and trite and sometimes you know it's, it's proper analysis but that's what there's there's dozens of people that are paid to to talk about this stuff ad nauseum so 
That's, right. And, that's what they do. and I think so she uh she she came in and I think she did everything that she needed to do. There was uh, a lot of a lot of discussion about how exactly she would come off as not so algorish in the uh, in the 2000 election where or where in, in uh, the debate between him and George Bush, Al Gore kind of came off as arrogant and he had that long sigh that he did that became a p- big point in that election. And how was Hillary going to be the policy wonk that a lot of people like about her without coming off as this kind of DC insider, which she is, that is kind of above uh, like the, the standard American and just knows so much more about all these policies and all this stuff. And she not and she needed to come off as relatable. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's no, that that's been uh, you know criticism of her of her campaign uh, since since 2008 is that she's not relatable. You know, like this is this has been a criticism of Hillary Clinton and since before that. I mean, I'm uh, we're both relatively young uh, compared to a lot of other pundits, but but this has been a criticism of, of Clinton for a long long time that she that she's not relatable. Uh, and, right. and this is definitely something that that in in the first major presidential debate of this of this cycle. She needed to come off as relatable. I think she did pretty well at that. Um, yeah, I, like there were there were definitely points where where where, and both of them played the crowd, which really seems like something that that isn't done as much in these debates. Mm-hmm. Definitely isn't supposed to be done in these debates. Uh, you know, like I'm I'm very used to the the beginning of the debate as reminder to the audience: do not cheer or or you know clap or applaud or whatever until the end. Uh, and uh, and. This this really struck me as like out of the West Wing, where it's like the audio like at some point he just gives up and is like, all right, like yeah, you guys are gonna cheer and applaud, and I'm gonna let you do it, and like it's straight up the the debate from season seven of the West Wing, except you know obviously the the format <laughs> real. and stuff and real, right. but yes, uh, <laughs> but the, it was very much so. It's like it's it's like you can sort of track Le- uh, Lester Holt uh, with with the moderator from that episode of the West Wing. Everyone go back and watch that episode of the West Wing if you haven't yet, or watch the whole show. Definitely watch the whole show. The whole show is good. Yeah. So what what I found was really interesting is there was one uh, political commentator, uh, John Favreau, who's the former Barack Obama speechwriter. Not to of, be confused with the director. Correct. Correct. Not to be confused with the director. Who Which I definitely did for five years. Oh, same. Same. Yeah. I was like, man, John Favreau Dude, wrote that and busy. directed that Iron Man and, and got Barack Obama elected. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, good for that guy. It's not a common name. It's really... It's, it's it's both J O N. It's yeah, not right. J O H N. So so anyway, he mentioned that there was a, a Senate debate between Hillary Clinton and Rick Lazio, who uh actually lost in, in two thousand for the for the United States uh New York uh delegation, where something similar to tonight happened where she stood there and looked very regal and poised and just took these attacks from her or from from her opponent where he was he was yelling at her he wasn't sure what to call her the, all this stuff that kind of mirrored Donald Trump and she ended up actually doing like she had a huge bounce in the polls afterwards which would suggest that she was was following her standard script going into tonight and pulled it off that's what i think yeah, I mean, I think I think for for a lot of it, you know, there were definitely points where where I think she got off script, and those were the weakest points. Was absolutely was, was and you know, Trump lives off script. Uh, there's there's really not much of a script you can you can get him on. 
Uh, and I think, I mean, I think he was, he was, he had a script here and I think he had a little bit and, and again, at the very beginning was, was sitting there on script, uh, and you know, by, by a couple minutes in, he, he was, uh, I mean, classic Trump, like there's, there's not, and, and again, like if that's, if that's the dude who, who you are supporting, that's the dude, like nobody, nobody expected something very different of Trump. Um, right. you know, so, so this was the standard Trump stump speech yeah. the, the entire time. He, he didn't reach out to new voters at all. Right. Well, I mean, but this, this, I mean, this is what he was doing in the, in the Republican debates as well, which is, which is, you know, uh, jumping into, to the, to the opponent's time and, and, you know, not, right. not really following the format of the debate. And, and I mean, we, we saw, yeah, let's However, I mean, there, what it's interesting you bring up the Republican debates because the one time where Donald Trump had trouble in the Republican debates was with Carly Fiorina when he said, is that the face that you want to lead the the free world or something along those lines? And he was he got a lot of criticism for that afterwards. So that makes me think that perhaps that was Clinton's idea the entire time is to try to get him to just kind of be yelling at her and to her just kind of like calmly take it and look into the camera and like slightly smile. Yeah. 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 There's, there are a lot of comparisons drawn to the office. <laughs> Yeah, and there was a there was a lot of that. It you, you felt like there were certain points where both she and Lester Holt were saying, "All right, let's just let this guy go." I mean, this is there are ninety million people watching. Let's see how many people actually agree with him. Yeah. And I thought that was a really interesting tact to take because Donald Trump has shown that uh, he's he's really good with crowds, but if he doesn't have the crowd's response, I think you mentioned this, he kind of like fails. Right. So. He never really got the uh, the call and response that he needed. So after a while, it felt like, uh, like you, you said, he kind of went off book. It felt like he had a certain amount of pre- uh, preparation and then forgot about it or ran out of it. Yeah. Well, I, and I mean, he he seems like like this is I mean, this is the this is a guy who they've had. I'm, I'm sure like whoever is at the top of the campaign who is supposed to be preparing for these for these things is generally in a room somewhere pulling their hair out like, <laughs> like come on man like you gotta you gotta give me more than this well he um, could have like multiple times stopped talking but instead yeah. chose to just ramble for five well, it's, minutes. It's, i mean it's not even just his campaign right he's built his brand on this 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 is what well, this is not just, like it's not this is not a thing that he's been doing for the last year this is a thing he's been doing since you know 1960 whatever yeah, you're right. And the and the the biggest question that I think comes from this debate is we know that that format works on through small sound bites on CNN or Fox News or whatever and to to crowds at, at auditoriums. Does it work nationally when you have more people uh watching this than you have people watching the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, well, well, I think we'll see, you know, we're because we're doing this uh, night of, so I think there's there's going to be more to be seen in the morning uh, and and as the next couple of days you know come across. Um, yeah, so we don't really know anything right now, right? Like, yeah, we, we know we have our own opinions. We've heard early polling, but that doesn't really have much of a uh, like it doesn't really have much weight. And we've heard like some pundits, but it, it could come out on Friday that you know forty five million people have finally heard Donald Trump and they say, you know what, that guy's our guy. Or something we don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, and you know, obviously, like this, this, this was the most seen. If if the crowd's any indication, it, it seemed fairly split from from at least what we heard on television. Uh, but I, again, you know, we don't we don't know like you know what indication of the crowd was. Uh, where was this? This was in New York. 
This was at Hofstra University. Where is Hofstra University? Um, that's this 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 is my fault. I should have I should have known this before coming in. It's on Long Island. Okay, uh, which they're both. I mean, obviously, both of them have New York connections. So, right, you know, yeah. What 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 was born there? One was a senator from there. Long Island is blue. I want to say, um, yeah. I'm not really certain. I, I think most. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna say with any certainty whether Long Island is is red or blue. But you know, there's. I'm. You know, people came. I'm sure from from further All than, over. than just than just Long Island. Yeah. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, I I I think it it seemed pretty split, uh, but I mean that's that's you know what we don't know what what the mics are picking up and all that stuff. Uh, I actually found it more pro Trump. I found the audience responded to him better. There were more cheers after what he said than there were for what Hillary said. Well, he, I mean that's also his his crowd is more prone to cheering to these kind of things, right? The, the yeah, they come out they come out at the true. beginning and say don't cheer, don't applaud, and you know. Not not to denigrate Trump supporters, but they're the ones who are more likely to ignore that and cheer and applaud than than the the opposite the the Democratic supporters. So so I you know and and so the crowd noise might not be a perfect indication. But again, you know, middle middle halfway through, uh, there was uh, I, I think I think it, it got more even because they're like, well, if they're not going to do it, then we're not going to do it, right? It's at at some right. point, which. I will say one more time, when Lester Holt turns around and admonishes the audience straight out of the West Wing, I swear to God, <laughs> like, that's a scene in the West Wing. Anyway. Um, so that's that's a perfect lead into our next discussion, which is the moderation of the debate. Of Lester Holt, yeah. Uh, yeah. So so go ahead and, and speak for a couple minutes on how, what your opinion of Lester Holt was. Well, okay, so I will say Lester Holt didn't get walked over by the audience, uh, although he did a little bit, but but he was able to sort of keep the audience in check a little bit, a little bit. Uh, as far as the the debaters, as uh, uh, Clinton and Trump, they, I feel like, walked all over him, and I think you know, on some level, obviously, uh, I, I know we were talking a little bit before, and you were saying you were, you were happy he he didn't make himself part of it, which I totally agree. You know, people people were talking about is it a moderator's job to fact check, and you know, I, I I've like I've seen people talking about like you know, of course it's his job to fact check, whatever, whatever, but I I disagree. It's not Lester Holt's job to fact check. It's his job to to get this to move this debate forward right like it's his job to get the the two the two people uh discussing with each other and if hillary fact checks trump hillary fact checks trump if trump fact checks hillary trump fact checks hillary it's not holt's job to fact check the the two people who are who are doing the debating okay it's not about so that's interesting why not um you know that's that's a a good question. Uh, I feel like it's just not that's not the job of a debate moderator. Like that's they're a moderator. They're not they're not part of the debate necessarily. Their job is to keep the debate moving forward and and to make sure that the two people get equal time. But it it just doesn't like yeah I don't know I don't know. Um, I think I think it would be cool to see a debate where they're fact checking right. I, like that's and that is. We're gonna keep going Sorkin here. That there's there's a whole episode of the newsroom dedicated to that. Um, but but I it's it's at least traditionally I guess the, the the job of a debate moderator has always been to to facilitate the debate and not to say wait no you're wrong. Uh, possibly I mean on some level it's it's that he's a he's a mediator and he's supposed to be neutral. He he is acting as he's supposed to be acting as a neutral party. And some will argue that he was not acting as a neutral party. 
I'll disagree with that, but uh, we, we, we'll, we'll get to that. But but his job is to act as a neutral party, and 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 uh, like we say, facts don't aren't you know aren't biased. But to to look at somebody and say no, you're wrong, that isn't really neutral, right? Like that it in in that's what it feels like at least. So it feels almost to me like like part of the rules of the debate are that you have to like be honest. But maybe maybe not. Maybe part of a debate is, and I haven't debated formally in years but maybe part of it is to see what you can get away with and if that's the case then yeah i think the yeah i i, I i'm sorry to interrupt you but i think i think part of it is uh sorry uh no part, go ahead. part of the debate <laughs> no i know i'm just laughing at sorry to interrupt you um part of a uh, part of the debate is to 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 see what you can get away with and and if you can get away with saying something that is less than true and your opponent doesn't say that's less than true then like you know i have not myself debated formally uh in you know in in high school or college or anything like that but i've i've been witness to some uh of of those and and you know it's it's not like those the people who are moderating those debates have a book of facts next to them right they they have they're supposed to be swayed by the the person talking they're supposed to be swayed by the the debaters mm-hmm. and so you know and, and uh, like it, it's it's weird it's also weird like if lesser hold fact checks one thing if the moderator fact checks one thing he has to he is pretty much then bound to fact check everything right otherwise otherwise if he's not fact checking everything then it's like okay well then you know why did he fact check six hillary things and only three trump things or vice versa or whatever like that uh, so the, I think the easiest way to, to not have a bias in that is to, to not fact check anything. Yeah. Because if you're fact checking, like you got to fact check evenly, you got to fact check every single fact stated. And, and then, you know, you get four questions in because you're spending most of your hour and a half fact checking the, the two people. Right. And that, that also brought, brought up something that I think is really important to know, which is like, it's almost impossible, I think, to fact check Donald Trump, uh, in real time. So it like if if Lester Holt were to say, "All right, I'm fact checking," he would not do it 100. percent I mean, there's just it's right. not possible. It wouldn't be possible to do that for either candidate because they could mention something like, "Well, you know, in 1985, the the crime rate in downtown Minneapolis was 25." percent I mean, Lester Holt can't get there in time. You know, he can't. Yeah, he, he can't look at that number right. and say, well, "Well, it was actually 23." While like yeah. he's speaking, like it's not. And also, awesome. and, and also, I mean, we're we're talking. Yeah, we're like this is this is 2016. We can fact check, you know, at, on some level with a, with a room of 30 people, plenty of plenty of you know people, plenty of journalists, journalists, or journalistic organizations. Words are hard right now. Uh, plenty of journalistic organizations did fact check in real time, uh, but like you couldn't do that in the past, right? And it's just it's weird, like the debates haven't changed that much over time. And maybe, again, maybe the format should, maybe something should change since the technology has changed. But, uh, as far as, as far as that goes, it's just, it's, it's not something that's been done. So it's weird that it's now done. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think it's honestly good that, that Lester Holt didn't do it. I actually, I wanted him to do it, but now that he didn't, I think it was probably for the best. I, I like Lester Holt's, uh, attitude towards the debate i i thought he did a really really good job moderating and just kind of letting each candidate yell at each other for an hour and a half i thought that was much more enjoyable than matt lauer's insistence and i know i know that a town hall (laughs) is not the same thing as a debate so it's it's unfair to compare them but i'm going to do it anyway i thought matt lauer was a little bit too aggressive 
with one of the candidates and let the other one just kind of do his thing. So Lester Holt figured out that the best thing to do is nothing. And and yeah, that way no, you can't th- get yelled at. For for right. being biased because you didn't do anything. However, again, still he's still getting yelled at for for being biased. Right, and um, that was my next thing. However, but, there is there <laughs> there are people who are saying that he was biased. Kuan, would you like to go ahead and talk to me about those people? Well, yeah. So yeah, I I, I on some level I I understand uh, he you know Lester Holt went after some of the Trump scandals and not some of the Hillary scandals. Trump went after some of the Hillary scandals. But, uh, you know, I, I I don't, like, on some level, we don't, we, don't, we don't know what's on Lester Holt's sheet of topics that he needs to cover, right? Maybe, maybe both of, maybe it's, he, the, there were things that, that Hillary brought up that were on Holt's sheet that he then crossed out when Hillary brought them up. And same thing with, with Trump. Hillary didn't straight up attack Trump scandals, whereas Trump did straight up attack Hillary scandals. Right, and that's, um, so that's, the, that's the question is, like, you're Lester Holt, you have a, a sheet of paper, and, uh, like, like, what would you do if, if a scandal was brought up that you meant to ask a question about? Would you ask it anyway? Would you double down on it just to make you look as unbiased as possible? Or is the theory well, that you're going to look as unbiased as possible by not bringing it up twice and only have it brought up once, just like all the other scandals, even though you well, didn't bring yeah. it up? Yeah, well, so here's the thing, right? Is 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 It's it's kind of a catch-22 because now that it's been brought up, uh, now that, you know, let's, now that Donald Trump has brought up this, this particular scandal, uh, y- you know... It's already there. The, the topic has has been has come out. Trump has talked about it. Hillary gets a chance to respond because that's the way the debate works. Right. Uh, and then and then you've done it. Like what? There's not really much more to say. You know, there's you you can add a little bit on what Trump has said. You can say you know like Trump brings up the emails and so and now when he asks Hillary for a response, he can use part of the question he'd already he'd pre written. But you know. On, on some level, like bringing it up again, I think is is double dipping, and it is it is on some level. It's like, all right, well now, like, why why would you ask this question again? We've already talked about it, especially again with with you only have an hour and a half. If it's already been brought up, why bring it up again? Uh, when when clearly, like near the end, he's he said like we're running out of time for some of these questions, and I need to get this out. And and you know, again, on some level, he was getting steamrolled. He like he kept trying to say like, okay, we're out of time for that. Let like let's go. And then they're still up there arguing about something he's like okay yeah though very quickly though and it's like hold on but blah 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 blah. it's like okay yeah but guys guys can we can we get to the next thing and like it it seemed like he seemed like you know the the teacher on in the second grade classroom and all the kids are are running the asylum yeah it i thought it was interesting like both candidates i think justified interrupting lester because of the fact that the other one had already done it right well well yeah i mean but but like on some level it was it was you know Lester says, "Okay, let's move on." And it's like, "Wait, hold on, I want to respond to this." And it's like, I think on some level, as the moderator, you got to be like, "No, you know, but you, you, that was your time. You used your time. Like, I, I can't, I can't. We have to move on." But you, you have to let them respond, though, right? I mean, that's how. Like, well, no, but works. yeah, well, but the, but the, but the, I mean, with the debates, like, like, yes, he responded, he responded, he responded, or he responded, she responded, he responded, she responded, and then you move on. But but you know, generally, either either Trump or Hillary. Um, would would then be like, all right, well, hold on, I got to talk about this. Gen- generally, it was more Trump than Hillary. I would say was what he like. He would say, let's move on, and and maybe maybe like maybe that's my own bias showing through. I'm not sure. Um, it it definitely felt that way. Uh, that 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 
he would move on from the the allotted time and and usually it would be Donald Trump who would who would then come in and say, "Wait, hold on, we want to talk." I let's go. Right. Right. Yeah, I I definitely hear that. I think it's I don't know. I think I think it's interesting that there were so many interruptions by Donald Trump and not so many interruptions by Hillary Clinton. Right. Well, so so the stats we're looking at here um which which you you sent over uh are say that Trump interrupted Clinton 51 times, Clinton only interrupted Trump 17 times. Mm-hmm. I would actually like, you know, real quick before we segue into this, I would love to see some sort of stat on how many times they interrupted they interrupted each of them interrupted Lester Holt because I think that's that's really interesting to see. Um but, oh, wait, so you know, so on the other side, uh we just we have a stat now that says count uh, counting the interruptions of both candidates by Lester Holt. Clinton was interrupted seventy times. Trump was interrupted forty seven. So uh, interruptions of candidates by Lester right. Holt. She was she was interrupted how many times? Seventy. So he actually interrupted her. So he was about even, right? So no, he was he he interrupted her less than he interrupted him. He interrupted Clinton seventy times. Interrupted Trump forty seven times. Oh, he interrupted Clinton seventy Correct. times, or like total, she was interrupted seventy times by both him and Trump. Counting the interruptions of both candidates by moderator Lester Holt, Clinton was interrupted. Oh, I think you're okay. So. I think yes. Yeah, I think that's 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 both. So so that means Lester Holt interrupted Clinton nineteen times and interrupted Trump 30 times. Which, I mean, with the way Trump generally speaks, he's more prone to being interrupted, especially as sometimes he's not even talking about the topic that is being discussed. Um, but, I mean, that's the way I'm reading the stat, right? Like, we're... Right. Is that, are we reading, am I reading the stat I think right? you're right. Like, okay, so I think the... So I think Trump interrupted Clinton 51 times... Lester Holt interrupted Clinton uh, 19 times for a total of 70. For a total of 70 times, yeah. Clinton interrupted Trump 17 times. Lester Holt interrupted Trump 30 times. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, which, which, I mean, if you want to call bias there, but that's, I mean, that's a lot closer, 30 and 20. And I I just did that math in my head, by the way, so. Well, I also did it 30 seconds ago. Okay, well. Yes. Well, okay. Good job on your on your powers of subtraction. I'm going to write that down. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, and there were a lot of interjections, right? Which which seems, I mean, in a presidential debate, you don't usually see that kind of thing. But with Donald Trump, it's it's to be expected, you know. And that's like that's. I'm I'm trying not to like say boo Donald Trump here like that's but like that's you know that's something that his his, his supporters will say too he'll interrupt when he when he thinks he's right and he's not gonna you know he's gonna buck the format like that's that's his that's his shtick like that's yeah. his thing well it's it's so interesting because he, he rambled for uh, uh, there are two specific times where I remember watching the debate tonight and I was uh, admittedly. I'll confess, I was at a DC uh, like wonkish watch party that was kind of like watching an NFL game with a bunch of people from like Boston uh, or New England. But there were two times where people like kind of everyone acknowledged that Trump was rambling. He revisited previous statements. He just kept going and going and going. And both like Clinton kind of like looked at him and was like, "We're just gonna just gonna keep talking." 
and and Lester Holt let him keep uh, rambling too. I'm sure that was a large part of the interruptions was Holt saying, you're saying the same thing. Can we move on? That kind of stuff. And I think it's so interesting that Trump was interrupted so many times and like that's part of his shtick is like I'm just going to keep talking until I can't talk anymore but also I think for a lot of undecided voters that is not ideal like he needs to stick to the to his script for the most part the Kellyanne Conway Trump is far more a- appealing to undecideds than the the Breitbart side of Trump so the more he rambles the less likely he is to gain ground on in undecided voters, I think because the, the more often he rambles, the more he goes over to the Breitbart side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I'm not super well versed in this, and I've never been an undecided voter, so it's it's not something that that I really get. Uh, but I, I, you know, like I mean, and 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 we always lump undecided voters in like this this one category, but a lot of them are undecided for a lot of reasons. You know, maybe maybe on some level, like a dude who stands his ground on everything is like he like doesn't he he's not putting up with you know Facts. with her crap <laughs> <laughs> yeah with well with, with, and, and which you know which 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 if we go back and look a lot of them are he is disagreeing with facts but but you know necessarily in the moment it may, maybe maybe he's right whatever we don't know necessarily uh at, in the moment not all of us are fact checking it every time right. um uh so and if you know, so and, if you and, know that like if if you're one of these people who just 100 percent knows Hillary Clinton is a liar. Anything that comes out of her mouth is false. Well, when you no, hear Donald well, Trump, I think, I think you're going to agree if, with him, regardless of if, whether. Well, or not but if you're one true. of those people, you're not an undecided voter. Right? You're already voting for Trump. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm, if, if you're an undecided voter, you, you're, you're, not, you're not saying Hillary Clinton says is wrong every time, and you're not somebody who thinks Donald Trump is wrong every time, right? Like I think most Hillary supporters think Donald Trump is always lying. Most Trump supporters think Hillary Clinton's always lying. If you're in the middle, you think both are probably telling the truth about the same amount. So when Donald Trump interrupts Hillary and says wrong, you're wrong then you're probably more likely to believe Donald Trump is right that Hillary Clinton is wrong because he like he's not going to wait for her to come back around and and take notes and be like okay here's why you were wrong about this um i mean that's i mean that's you know and again it depends on who you are like everyone's life experiences change what they're going you know we don't uh, i mean i'm i'm sure this 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 didn't sway a whole ton of undecided voters uh but yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I don't I never I never got undecided voters. They never made sense to me. Uh it seems so easy to decide. But then again, I've I've always followed politics and, you know, we have friends who don't, which is just weird to me. I don't get I don't get not following politics. You you grew up in DC, so obviously like that's just it's in your blood. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, I I kind of grew up almost hating politics cuz my dad was a journalist. So Right. Right, but, but even even hating politics, it's still it's still like oh, yeah. there's still a fundamental understanding and knowledge of it, right? Yeah. Like you you have a fundamental understanding and knowledge of it that that it's 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 weird to me that people don't have as somebody who you know like and and you know my my I got like my start following politics like when I was fourteen watching the Daily Show, but also like my brother was into politics when he was fourteen and he's seven years older than me, and so like that was Al Gore. Um, the 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 the, the Bush Gore debates and stuff like I remember those being on when I was a kid, so. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely like, it's weird to me that, that there's people who don't follow this stuff closely, but, uh, but so, so it's, it's weird to get in that headspace. Yeah, it is. And, uh, so I think that this was a really big moment for those people because you have people who have never really seen or heard either, either candidate 
watching for the first time these two people for an hour and a half. So that's that's what made it interesting. And I, there was, I think, that was like a flow. I'd love to see like a Venn diagram of who was winning at what point in the debate, because and and also like view, viewership numbers throughout. Because from what I've heard, like the like the Barack Obama uh, lost to Mitt Romney in the first debate in 2012, he basically lost in the first five minutes and people tuned out like that was it so the then we have to ask ourselves who won in the first five minutes of this debate you know who won at 20 minutes in in this debate who won an hour and who won an hour and a half yeah well i think i mean i think i think in the first five minutes trump surprised enough to actually i think i think trump won the first five minutes of this debate if if we're asking that question Mm -hmm. i think that's an easy question i think trump won the first five minutes of this debate because he came out he came out in the first five minutes of this debate donald trump looked very presidential and that's uh, which which so which is which which is the biggest criticism of trump is that he he which which was the very end of this debate about talking about temperament mm -hmm. but but in the first five to ten minutes in this debate trump had the temperament of a president so what's what's Um, interesting is that like that's like the bar that was the bar like trump won because he came out and wasn't shouting and yelling at babies like it, it did hillary clinton also look presidential on the other side of the stage in the first five minutes it's just that she didn't look like good enough at being presidential or was it just that like that's the bar that donald trump needed to achieve i mean i mean yeah well i mean we've we've you know we've talked about this personally and and this is like this there's been jokes about this for for years on on when uh when palin was was running for vice president that all she had to do was was like string two sentences together and all joe biden had to do was not make her cry like right yeah it was you know it's 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 the same sort of like yeah trump's bar was was pretty low and he came out like said thank you lester our jobs are fleeing the country like he came out and and gave uh a, a stump speech of a republican candidate and not a stump speech of of what donald trump has has been uh, and so he he came out looking like a president, uh, and with with the support he already has, you know he I, I think I mean I don't know like like Clinton Clinton obviously also was was very presidential, but Trump Trump surprised and bucked the trend, and I think that's that's what made him a winner of of that early debate. Right. But you know obviously I think as as you go on, you see as he sort of re- regresses into into the the general uh, Trump that that we're used to seeing um and he just says like i didn't say that that's not what happened like you know like, right wrong you know that kind of stuff yeah. like that's that's Ugh. that's what's interesting is donald trump it feels like the bar was set too low for him actually like people set up this bar of like all donald trump has to do is just show up and and be himself for an hour like or, and, and act presidential for an hour and a half but the further along the debate went and the like he would make minor errors and they they became bigger and bigger and bigger throughout throughout the night which suggests to me that perhaps over an hour and a half the bar was actually much higher than a lot of us expected for Donald Trump because he didn't come out there and say uh you know like i want to deport all muslims he actually not once did he mention the wall which has been like a cornerstone of his campaign yeah. However, no, I, he did come off with what a lot of people are saying is a loss. The, and by a lot of people, I mean polls. Sorry, that's let me let me say polls are calling it a, early polls, so we don't actually know. But Donald what, Trump, what polls? What polls? The CNN Sorry. poll. Uh, so, <laughs> so, do you think that that Donald Trump's bar was actually set too low? And I think he actually met the bar that was set for him. 
Um, so I'll say I, that initially. I I think I think the bar was set too low. I think the bar has constantly been set too low, um, which is which is, you know, I, I, yeah. I think I think it's it's the kind of thing where where you start in a cycle and the bar gets set low and it's like okay, well, all I got to do is clear that bar and the bar for the other person is set at a different place and they have, and they have to clear their bar, uh, mm-hmm. which is you know it's 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 the false equivalency um, of of the 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 trump and clinton campaigns or or the the romney and and obama campaigns or the mccain and obama campaigns or you can go back to the Kerry and bush campaigns like it's there's there is a false equivalency that they're that they are not both clear in the same bar and it's been you know at least as long as i've been following politics and i'm sure before that um so i thought so like that was interesting but i guess what i'm trying to say is that perhaps like there isn't as much of false equivalency like i think there i i think that there is a false equivalency, but people were going into this debate saying, well, you know, all Trump has to do is show up and not like, you know, defecate on the stage and he'll come out with a win. Whereas Hillary Clinton has this long list of things she needs to get done. I think right, but it's I a think, little bit. Well, I think, I think, that. I think, I think people are, are calling it a loss for Trump and a win for Hillary. And I think Hillary did most of the things she needed to get done. And Donald Trump didn't. He was, he was hostile uh, at, at a, a lot of points. He was, he was interrupting, um, he, you know, he, he didn't, he, again, he had an air of presidentiality at the very beginning of the debate in the first five to 10 minutes. And then after that, he, he did not, right. you know, he was somebody, he was, he was yelling. I mean, he wasn't yelling, but if you watch the first five minutes, he is talking in, in a sort of, you know, he's just, he's just speaking. And later on he is, he is, you know, stumping he's like venting, it's yeah. basically, and he's, he, yeah, exactly. He, he got into the, like the smell thing, like the thing really early on yeah. which you can tell he's like about to say something really controversial like as someone who's watched too many trump speeches for my own health i have to say <laughs> as soon as he starts sniffing you know he's just about to go off on a rant well That's and then like, and then, like he, you know he he went he went to like his standbys of saying you know things are like you know unbelievable and and all that stuff you know um big league yeah big uh, league always big league everything's big league. yeah you know, and 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 those those are not, I mean, those are not presidential words. You know, big league and and unbelievable. Like, I'm going to do. I'm going. It's going to be unbelievable. Well, not and, yet. And they are. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. But but yeah. I I like. You're not going to go back to uh to a Nixon speech and see him say big league unless he's talking about baseball. Right. Um. Right. So it's 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 that kind of thing, right? He 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 came out and and was trump and he needed to not be that guy to 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 win and so the fact that hillary is is being given the win is that she stood there took the trump insults and then responded whereas trump listened to something hillary said that he didn't like and interrupted um where and and again the the, the statistics point to he interrupted her what is it 51 times and she interrupted him 17 times right. uh and and you know most of her interruptions of him, I think a lot of a lot of them came after like they had already both taken their time, and then you know he was there was sort of a, an argument back and forth. They both had taken their two, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they give they're given two minutes, mm-hmm. uh, but he uh, I think and we and I don't have a stat on this, so so maybe you know maybe I'm wrong. Um, but but I as as I'm sort of skimming through the um the transcripts, I am definitely seeing more more along the lines of. Of Trump being the one who is who is interrupting uh, Hillary during her two minutes, than Hillary doing it to Trump, right? Um, and it was also it wasn't even just interruptions; it wasn't full interruptions because I think Trump only 
completely interrupted her three times, according to 538. But he would interject. He would say little right. things. He would yeah. talk over her. He would he would do small things. And, and instead of, I, I thought this was really interesting, instead of uh, saying, excuse me, let me speak, she just kept going. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I definitely noticed that as well, that she would just be like, yep, I'm going right. to just power on through. Because because eventually he can't keep talking. Right, like, exactly, it's not his time. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Trump would like, interrupt like, her and say, "Excuse me, I'm yeah. talking." You know, when whenever she interrupted Trump, Trump would actually turn to her and say, "This is my chance to speak." She right. never said that. She she didn't acknowledge him when it was her time. Right. Well, I think I think because because you know there's there's an awareness of it's my time, which means that the moderator's on my side right now, right? right. So if you keep interrupting, then, then the moderator's going to tell you to shut up. Whereas if I keep interrupting you and you keep telling me to stop talking, like, you need to, you know, there's, 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 there's an awareness. It's, it's, it's obviously, it's, um, she, she has more experience in this field, right? So there's an awareness of, of knowing that if I talk during my time and you try to talk during my time, then I don't need to stop you because somebody else is going to stop you. Whereas if I'm talking during your time, and you try to stop me, then you're taking time away from yourself. You know what's interesting is I, I'm just uh, like we're, we're talking about this, and this is so relevant to what we're talking about is uh, like the interruption things and stuff like that. And uh, Vox.com, which is obviously biased, we, we both admit that. Uh, yeah, so for sure. But we're we're using stats from Vox, and stats aren't biased, but they do. Are they are known to have a liberal a liberal bias? Uh, facts and figures. So. Uh, but they actually mentioned what I was mentioning earlier, which is the Rick Lazio Hillary Clinton debate in 2000 for the when they were both running for Senate, uh, and he actually approached Cl- Clinton during the debate, which made him a quote according to Vice or to Vox. Uh, the move made him look aggressive and domineering against his female opponent. It basically doomed his campaign and political career. I thought that, like, I totally agree. I think that there was a a a significant similarity between the way that Hillary treated this debate and the way that Hillary treated that debate back in 2016 years ago, where her idea was to make Trump seem domineering and uh, aggressive towards her, which I think she did a really good job of. Well, I in and you know, let's be honest, wasn't wasn't hard to do. Right, that's true. I mean, did, like it, it was it was a softball for her, basically. All she had to do yeah. was stand there, and then Trump would look domineering and aggressive. The question is, I mean, is that going to work in a presidential campaign? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's something that we're gonna we're gonna see as as the week goes on uh, on this debate, particularly. But you know that that's been part of her her ads her her ad campaign has has had a lot to do with with Trump being you know domineering and aggressive towards women and and you know I, I definitely saw one yesterday that 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 had a lot of clips of him him you know saying aggressive and and sexist things so I I mean and as again as as she you know we there's you can't deny the fact that she is the first female candidate of a of a major party to to you know have been chosen right. Uh, for for the presidential nominee, uh, so there's there is like that is obviously a factor. Like there's definitely she's definitely you know gunning for the the support of of female voters. Um, so you know we'll we'll see. I mean yeah. So I th- I think I think that's if if you expose Trump on a on a large stage on on a massive stage as somebody who 
who you know doesn't respect women uh which is which is what which is what he he definitely did at the republican debates which is a much smaller stage than the the national debates Mm -hmm. um you know that's 50 percent of the voting block like right exactly and hillary clinton could actually gain some ground there too interestingly enough she actually uh not a lot of women especially younger women millennial women do not like her yeah, well, I think I mean I think so. that was more of a thing during the primaries. I think most millennial women uh, who who were Bernie supporters are like, look, I like I, th- I think a lot of them are are begrudgingly voting for for Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. uh, and I think I think a lot of them are, are coming around to to her as they as they see more and more of her platform, which. I mean, I, I get it. It's tough to to know what her platform is when the the news is just showing. Here's the next, you know, here's the thing that Donald Trump did this week. Right. Uh, you're not you're not really getting a lot of a lot of platform stuff from her. But uh, but as somebody who does regularly browse Tumblr, I'm definitely seeing a lot more feminist bloggers who who a year ago or six months ago were saying Bernie, 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 Hillary is the devil. Now, like, wait, hold on. I just read her platform, and she wants to do all the other things that we wanted as well. Like, she wants to do all the college stuff, and she wants to do, you know, like, stuff for, for people with autism, and she wants to blah, 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 all this stuff. And it's like, oh, maybe maybe we judged her too harshly. <laughs> that is, like, basically Hillary's entire political career. <laughs> well, which yeah, I mean, and and, and and a lot of that, a lot of that came from from you know political opponents of Bill Clinton, and then later of her own career, right. uh, attacking attacking her as as you know this terrible woman when she really ain't so bad, yeah. like what? you know, like so my mom, she she was fighting for universal health care in 1992, like she was she was there, like that was that was her. She she was the one who made uh like sorry that that's not right never mind I'm sorry but she 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 was a person who was you know very she she was one of those first she was she was a first lady who was very involved and one of her biggest projects was universal healthcare and like yeah. people I don't know how anybody forgot this <laughs> like it's really weird I'm so confused <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting the the attacks that come from the other side of Hillary Clinton. So predictions a week from now. Yeah. Uh, so predictions a week from now. I think next Monday night. Where are we? <laughs> next, uh, next Monday night. Next Monday night. I think we're watching the vice presidential debate. Right. Um, I see. I uh, think Clinton plus four. That's what I'm thinking. Ah oh, man. Uh, I don't want to say. I don't want to give a number for sure. Cause, cause I don't follow the polls closely enough to to give a number that I think would be accurate, but I would definitely I would also say probably Clinton on top. Um, and I mean, it all depends on on how the media like plays it, right? How the media spins the sound bites over the next couple of days. Yeah, that will be interesting to see what the if if the Trump campaign can revisit all of the things that Hillary said and all the things that Trump said and get some juice out of that. And and try to try to get a like a, a media cycle uh, for that. I'm, I'm curious to see how they do it because Clinton s- stayed pretty conservative the entire time. I didn't really see much that that they could use. I mean, it, it would just be retreading old uh, old controversies, which people I think are for the most part sick of. But yeah, I'm I'm calling yeah. my shot. I think Clinton plus floor plus four, not floor. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say Clinton on top, but I think the the media could could really swing it if it if the clips show, you know, it depend depending on on what kind of clips they show, what they pull from it. Um, if 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 a lot of it is just Trump interrupting Clinton, then yeah, definitely Clinton on top. Mm-hmm. But if if a lot of it is is you know is about the emails or whatever or or you know there, there were there were times that that clinton was on her back foot yeah yeah or, yeah or if there's or if there's times that it, that it just looks like like clinton because because a little bit was she i mean she did seem a little bit uh a little bit um what was the word used for for gore bush arrogant I can't remember the arrogant she did yeah arrogant that is that is the word that i was looking for yeah uh, she did seem a little bit arrogant at points where where she's just sort of smiling and 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 laughing Dep- if the if the clip shows her arrogant then then you know it could definitely swing swing a little bit closer to trump right but um, so i was I'm, i was watching with some with some walks like i said and uh one of the there was one specific moment where donald trump actually did the al, al gore sigh and we all laughed because we were, we knew that like that was something that probably took him down in 2000 and it's not even going to be covered at all in 2016 <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, the Howard Dean scream took him down in 2004 and look at Donald right, Trump. Like, exactly. you know, like this this we're we're in a we're in a different political cycle. Yeah, and you mentioned you mentioned wonkish or you mentioned like Hillary Clinton's arrogance. There's a specific moment where she started talking about uh eliminating for-profit prisons in states and we were all thinking like, "No, nah, man. Like that's that's not something that anyone is aware of." who's like it is well i mean that that uh i i will disagree that is something that's that the the bernie people are aware of right so there's a lot of burners who who that put that pulls in if 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 that's who's you know if that's who she was going for with that statement which which i mean she's been working on that for a while right that's that's what she's been working on since oh that's interesting uh, yeah the convention i hadn't thought of that i was thinking you know more middle of the road republicans but you're right she could go after the farther left with something like that too so that that actually might have been good that she brought up, yeah, or and, and yeah, yeah, because I mean, I think there's definitely some some of those far left people who are who are thinking about jumping to Jill Stein, and I don't think I, I think she knows she can't afford to to you know she I, and she's not going to lose significant ground to Jill Stein. Nothing's going to be lost to Jill Stein, but she you know I think she's aware of a of a Ralph Nader situation where she loses enough votes, yeah, to 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 people who who jump ship to Jill Stein. Yeah, the the the, the Ralph Nader situation I think is increasingly worrying going going forward right. so we'll have to monitor that between the yeah. uh the aleppo guy and uh <laughs> the woman who had a warrant up for arrest a couple weeks ago <laughs> yeah i i think i think trump should be more worried about a ralph nader situation because I, I think gary johnson's a more legitimate candidate than jill stein but, but uh, uh gary johnson is taking more votes away from clinton than he is donald trump yeah which doesn't make sense it's, it's I, I mean i don't know this election this election doesn't make sense so. yo man legal weed though <laughs> anyway i think that's it for us yeah this this week that's a terrific note to end on so i have been dan matthews and i'm Siddiqui. thank you so much for listening to the uh diamond joe show <laughs> not the name of the show <laughs> it's, it's totally the name of the show <laughs> oh, no. oh, God. Uh, all right thanks a lot we'll see you guys next week Bye.